This is Water Daily for November 9th, 2020. This week we will look at Matthew 25, 13-30, a story Jesus told about investment. Today's reflection is investment. Jesus was a versatile communicator, ably connecting with multiple audiences. To teach about the realm of God, he told stories of sheep, vineyards, bread baking and house cleaning, seeds, crime victims, rebellious sons, foolish bridesmaids. This week, we explore a parable set in the world of finance, a story of investment, stewardship, trust, and mistrust. Like last week's, this parable illuminates Jesus' warning, Keep awake, therefore, for you know neither the day nor the hour of the final judgment, that is. To give his followers a clue as to what it means to live awake, he tells a story about three servants to whom a man entrusted his wealth. Quote, For it is as if a man going on a journey summoned his servants and entrusted his property to them. To one he gave five talents, to another two, to another one, to each according to his ability. Then he went away. The one who had received the five talents went off at once and traded with them and made five more talents. In the same way, the one who had the two talents made two more talents. But the one who had received the one talent went off and dug a hole in the ground and hid his master's money. A simple enough story on the surface. If you read to the end, spoiler alert, you know that the two who invested their funds were rewarded, while the one who protected his master's investment was roundly condemned. We'll focus on those another day. For now, let's consider how the language of investment can draw us into the life of God. Investment is a word I like to throw around as I invite people to make pledges of financial giving on which our churches base their 2021 budgets. We are not seeking support. We are inviting investment in what God is up to at Christ Church. Investment is active, participatory, When we invest in something, we look for returns, maybe even work to improve the returns. The life of faith might be seen as an exercise in wealth management. Our God, who made it all and owns it all, has invested tremendous wealth in us. God has given us life, gifts, relationships, work, ministries, joy, love, you name it. Not to keep and hoard, but to tend and nurture for growth. God wants to see great returns on the investment God makes with us. Our children growing healthy and independent, our marriages becoming more than the sum of two partners, our work lives fruitful in ways that expand possibilities for others, all of us working for peace and equity. All of this good fruit, to use Jesus' phrase, rests on our returning the trust God has invested in us by our investing in one another, in this world, and in the mission of God to reclaim, restore, and renew all things to wholeness in Christ. What are some assets you feel you have been given? Make a comprehensive list. And don't forget to include the intangibles, spiritual and emotional and relational gifts, along with the quantifiable ones. In what ways are you invested Have you invested these assets so they grow? Are you clinging to any, afraid to risk losing them? This is good prayer fodder. 
Chat with God about your answers to these questions, asking for some stock tips, places God particularly wants you to invest yourself. Jesus invites us to step out in faith, investing our energy and resources, not sure of the return. The faithfulness God seeks is in the act of investing, not in the dividends.